Hey, this is Will from the Game On Podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, including this year's opening week's games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. BetOnline, where the game starts. Well, we are live. Welcome in, everyone. Hey, this is the first, the very first episode of Friday Night Bets. This is a new thing that I'm doing here. And the idea is every Friday going on forward here on out until I call this a, a wrap. We uh, we go live late night, late night. It's not too late here. On uh, I'm on the um, Pacific Coast, but uh, I know you know. I listen. I got I got two little kids. I got a two year old and a five five month old. So it I, I say anytime after eight o'clock Pacific which is late late night, you know, for Friday over on East Coast, but uh there's no going to there's not going to be a set time. It's going to be roughly somewhere around after 8 because it depends on when my kids decide to go to bed. But the whole point of Friday night bets and I'm welcoming everyone in here for Friday night bets is we're going to have this stream every Friday. It's going to be a chill, relaxed stream. I've already got my beer. You grab a drink too. We've already put in the homework this week, right? We put in the homework. And now it's time to relax and we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about, you know, things that uh, have come up in sports news this week. We're going to talk about the games this weekend, plays that we like, uh, bets that we we like. We'll talk them all out. If there's something you want to talk about, throw it in there in the chat and guess what? We will talk about it. Um, I'm going to have guests on. I don't plan on having guests like any regular schedule. It's literally whoever wants to come on at any given point. They could hop on for the whole stream for five minutes of the stream. I don't care. They can hop on every week, once in a blue moon. It doesn't matter. But if you want to see your favorite capper out there, come on the show, just let them know. DM me because everyone is welcome to come join the stream and come on. And like I said, it's just a chill stream. And hopefully at one point we'll build up an audience here and then we'll, we'll be able to get people in and maybe we'll have four or five, six of us. I don't know. Every Friday night doing this, it'd be kind of fun. So that's whole idea of Friday night bets. Let's talk about things going on in sports. Let's talk about plays that we like. Let's talk about the bad beats last week <laughs> or I mean last night because <laughs> uh, I, I know heavy steps is out there watching and I know, he uh he wants to rub in that Chargers pick, but you got to know that was that was a lucky break, and I'm glad at least it broke for someone because it didn't break for me. But cheers, let's crack a beer here. This is Friday Night Bets, everyone. Cheers. That being said, tonight's stream I haven't done much college football. I was just looking at it a little bit ago. Tonight's stream is going to be heavy, heavy NFL because that's I've just been going crazy. Uh, getting prepared for the NFL, and uh, so we're gonna we're gonna dive into that. But if there's college football you want to talk about, something you want to look at, we'll look at it. And I see we got some comments. Let's see, heavy steps is in the house. So did FSU? Let's see, keeping me up past my bedtime. I want to challenge you on some NFL. Yes, yes, let's do it. Heavy steps, let's do it. We're gonna get into the. Um, we're gonna get into all of that. Hold on, let me see. Um, oh, did Florida State pulled off? Emily, you heavy steps. You were on the right side there. You were on the right side there. That game was a little ugly there, but uh, 
Glad I stayed away. I ended up going with uh, Wyoming and for the first half, and they ended up winning outright, plus four thirty-five winner. I didn't, I didn't take that, but I took the the nine and a half points they were giving me for the first half, and that one with ease. And uh, you know, heavy steps give me a baseball pick. We we got that. Uh, heavy steps wants to look into the coin flip games. Okay, let's get into those in one minute. Let me show people real quick. I want to do this, and we'll get into the odds and stuff. Um, so if you're new to the channel, welcome to Game On. Glad to have you. I am Will. We'll start there. <laughs> I am Will. I am the host and uh, oh, you know creator of Game On here, Game On Sports News and Picks. If you're watching on YouTube, Brumble, Odyssey, hit the like button and subscribe to the channel. I really appreciate it. I'm actually one subscriber away on YouTube from 700. That'd be huge. Help me get there. That'd be great. And then if you're listening to this, all my live streams and every all the videos and everything that I do, I post on a podcast format. So if you like podcasts and audio version better than, uh, you know, uh, video or streaming or anything like that. Okay. Download the podcast. If you're listening on the podcast, thank you. Make sure you subscribe. That's uh go to your favorite podcast, wherever you get your uh, podcast platform and just search game on sports news and picks and you'll find me. Um, I'm also the creator and uh, of uh hold on. Here we go. Why am I doing that? There we go. Of game on.locals.com. This is our sports community. And here it is. I'm pulling up on screen for screen for you right now. It's free to join this community. It's this locals. If you're, if you don't know what locals is, it's like, it's basically like a Facebook message group, but with like a whole bunch of cool features, but it's, it's all about locals just like about communities. So you build your community, you join something that you actually like. So you're not just on social media. You're not just on like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, like where you're out there with everyone. You're on social media, but you're in a specific group. And so this is a sports community. If you like sports, you like talking sports, you are a sports fan, especially if you bet on sports, this community is for you. Um, as you can see, we have the daily live chats. I, I've just posted them up weekly now, but this live chat is open all the time and you can just hop in and we can talk about things going on in sports. Who knows who will hop in and out. I check in throughout the day. Um, so that's going on there. And then for the NFL season, this thing right here, I put a lot of time into this every week for you guys. And it's all free by the way, but, uh, NFL report cards is what I'm calling them. So this is the NFL week two report cards. Let's take a look at them. So this is what you get. Um, we were up 18 units on my report card. I was up a little bit more than that on some personal plays that I did not put on my report card, but we we're up 18 units after week one. I do a little intro and then I let you know, hey, throughout the week, I am adding to this. So um, I want to get what I have out to you as soon as possible, but it's not a finished product. So you need to come back and check. But look at this. Look at this. We got NFL week two trends, trends that I find that I think are interesting. I put out here for you. Um, I give you my survivor pick. If you're doing a survivor pool, I'm letting you know what I'm picking for my survivor pool, right? And then if you're in a pick em contest, I, I, which Heavy Steps and I are going to talk about. Oh, shout out. What's up, Chris? Patriot Sports Radio. Uh, what's up? How you doing, Chris? Uh, I will be live with Chris and Eric here in 11 hours. No, no, no. For me, so it's uh, nine hours or something. So make sure you guys subscribe to the channel so you see our uh, live stream that's coming up real early tomorrow morning. Uh, we're on our on a quest to win $200,000 in a contest. So if you want to watch us do that and see how we do it, come check us out there. Um, I will, I'll get back to the chat here in a second, but here's the pick them contest. So I'll give you all the plays that I am picking from my pick them contest. Obviously with the pick them contest, things can change based off how, how, um, the week's going. So like I said, you always want to check back in. 
But here's a more important thing. We get into the games. I give you my opinion on all the games and kind of what I'm thinking. Doesn't mean I'm going to bet them. Doesn't mean I, I, I'm i all over, you know, I like one thing or other or, every, or anything's locked in. But I just give you my opinion on the game, bets that I like for the game, and then some interesting, like uh, like this, like, like this one. Uh, interesting stats that I find. So like this one is, and this one hit again last night. So in the wild card era since 1990, totals of 54 or higher on Thursday night football are 7 0 to go under. Uh, and they go under on an average of 13.8 points a game. Now this one didn't do that. Uh, this one did go under, but it didn't go under by that much. It went under by, um, if we're going through the 54 and a half. So last night the under uh, landed at what was it, 51 or something like 51 or 52. So, but that was also because of that last second touchdown that meant nothing. But this is what I give you. And this is all free, by the way. I put hours and hours and hours into this, and it's just free. All I ask is you be a member of the community. And then if you find the community that's worthwhile to you and you want to become a supporter, it only costs $2 a month to be a supporter on here too. But you can get all this for free. Supporting is just if you like what I do and want to have <laughs> want to thank me for it, I guess. But uh, I try to make everything as cheap as possible for you guys on here and try to make everything as free as possible as I can because all it's all about us just winning money together and working together and building a great community. And I, I have, I get as much out of it as you guys do by, by just being a part of this community with you guys. It's great and doing these streams. Uh, so then I got player props for the games. But here, here we go. Look at this. So I've got every game, as you can see here, we're going through. I give you my opinion on every single game, every game. And it keeps going. And it's not just little things here. I mean, I'm I'm giving you a paragraph at least, maybe throwing in some trends if I see some trends, like with the Packers here. He's huge trends here with the Packers, Tennessee, Buffalo. I mean, look at all this. Okay. And then the cherry on top here is check this out. Get my official picks. Every single play that I'm on. You don't have to tell them. You don't have to do anything with them. But you get every pick that I'm on. And I tell you, like this one, I bet this one in the summertime, right? Uh, so I bet New York minus one, and now I think it's New York minus two. And I said I like this pick all the way up to New York Giants minus two and a half. But look at that. Look at all these, everything I'm on. Yes, I'm on high volume this week. It worked for me last week. I don't usually go too crazy high volume all the time. But when I see stuff that I like, I'm betting it. And there's a reason for it. But uh, And then I give you my player props. And look, at, I'm honest. Look at my player props. They sucked last night. They absolutely sucked. And uh, some of them were bad beats, like the Clyde Edwards Hilaire, under 47 and a half rushing yards. He had 22 rushing guards going into the last drive for the Chiefs. He, and this is where the Chargers know that the Chiefs want to run the ball. And still, he was able to bust a 42 yard run. I mean, it was absolutely sickening. And then, uh, yeah, and Kelsey, I was way off with Kelsey. I probably kind of knew that once I saw how much of the public was on it with me, but, you know, is what it is. Anyways, you get all my player props that I'm on. And then my bread and butter, the stuff that I'm the best at, teasers. Oh, my God. We've already cashed one teaser this week. We've got, look at this one. This one's alive. This leg's alive. This leg's alive. This one just needs, look at that. We hit boom, boom. We hit both of those. And now we just need Detroit, Washington, under 55 and a half. And what I've actually done is, uh, as you can see right here, I went and I'm trying to middle it. Now I'm going over. I tease the over. So here I tease the under. Now I'm teasing the over. And I'm tying it with a couple other picks that I like. 
just things you can do to try to guarantee a profit or try to uh, middle and hit both picks, little things like that, things that I will help explain to you if you have any questions. But once again, like I said, you get all this for free. Here's some parlays that I'm on. I don't do too many parlays, but I like several, some correlated. I This this, this Green Bay, Minnesota one is a heavy correlated parlay that we can get into. And then also I got some articles and betting info. We got pregame.com, which I like to use. We got our friends. We're, I just pulled up Chris there, Chris Patriot Sports Radio. Got their site up there. They're doing a lot of great things over there. Uh, the Odds Breaker, Chris R. Farley. You got to follow him over the Odds Breaker. He's a great dude over there. And then another uh, great locals community is sportspicks.locals.com. Uh, they have a lot of good stuff going on over there. And then I'm giving you guys a little sneak peek of this because this is for supporters only. The contest plays that Eric and I are doing, I'm talking about with the live stream tomorrow, Eric, Chris, and I are doing with the live stream that we're doing tomorrow, um, every Saturday for our contest, I post the picks here. So we went four and one last week. We're off to a good start. We're in the money. Um, and then I give you my picks. So here, here, here are going to be my plays that we're going to be discussing tomorrow. Eric's going to have his plays. I'll post Eric's plays. And then I'll show you the ones that we end up agreeing on to put into the contest. But you'll get all of that right there. So this is gameon.locals.com. And this is just one little teeny sliver of what you get. This is, I mean, this alone, the fact that it's free. If you're someone serious that likes sports, especially if you bet sports, this is a great resource for you. Um, and it's free. So, I mean, I, I put a lot of time into this. And, and so why not come check it out and join it? Um, we'll pull that down. We're going to pull up the lines down. I'm going to catch up on the chat because you guys are busy over here. Uh, let's see. Heavy Steps is in the house with Patriot Sports Radio. Heavy Steps wants to talk. Dallas plus seven and a half. Okay. Um, Albert hit another one tonight. Albert Pujols is on a tear. Isn't it crazy how those, those, um, uh, obviously a legend but like baseball players when they get in a rhythm like because he's been hitting them like every other night now so it's like he's he's in a zone for however long he's going to be in a zone of hitting home runs let's see i'm not a fan of the cardinals but hope he gets 700 there you go he's pretty close degenerate heavy step says go ahead and put your carson wins mvp bet in <laughs> i'm not that crazy heavy steps i'm not that crazy Okay, let me make sure a couple other things are up and running. I need to make sure we're looking good over on Rumble. We are live on uh, YouTube, Rumble, and Odyssey. And I should probably check the Odyssey one out too. Yes, Rumble looks beautiful. Okay, and let's make sure we're up on Odyssey. Let's see how it's going. Um, um, we are live and here is Odyssey and we are, everything is looking good there. Let's see. I gotta, I just gotta listen in for a second. Yeah. Look at that. Hey, every, I love when everything works. Everything works like that. Okay. Okay. And I'll try to, I'll try to keep an eye on everything. If you're af asking questions over there, obviously it doesn't link here. Um, your comments like it does on YouTube. Um, and there's obviously people watching on Twitter. Shout out to everyone on Twitter. I hate that they Twitter since they got rid of a, what was it? Periscope. It used to where like I'm here in Streamyard and I can pull up stuff like heavy steps right here and call me a degenerate and whatnot. Um, I used to be able to do that with people on Twitter, but now since they got rid of uh, Periscope, you can't do it. So I can stream. I'm live right now on Twitter. What up everyone? But they can't comment or I mean, they can comment, but I can't see it unless I have the Twitter feed pulled up and just to be honest, and honest with you, I'm probably not going to have it pulled up. Actually, I guarantee you I'm not going to have it pulled up. It's just too much stuff going on at the same time. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. So 
is what it is. I'm doing that right now. Boom, boom, boom. Let's pull up the lines. And Heavy Steps wants to start. Uh, post the link on Truth. <laughs> done. All right, done. Um, let's see. Stop screen share. Let's pull up the lines. Heavy Steps wants to talk Dallas and the Bengals. I thought we were gonna. I thought it was gonna be something else. But you want to talk. You want to talk sides. I thought you wanted to talk out some pick and plays. I think we still have a couple pick and plays. We need to need to work out. I know you and Jason are on some opposite sides of me, which I don't know why. Why you guys would ever do that to me? Um. Boom. Let me see. Is that big enough? If you guys need it bigger, let me know. But let me see what. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. that oh my god, on my screen, that is huge. That's what she said. Anyways, um, so heavy steps wants to talk. Where are we at? Dallas and Cincy, right here. Can I highlight that? There we go. That looks terrible. So we're not going to do that. Uh, he was. You were saying heavy steps. Uh, Dallas plus seven and a half. It looks like the line now is at plus seven. Um, my honest opinion on it, I do think uh, people are overreacting too much. And usually with quarterbacks, I know Cooper Rush isn't anything great, but quarterbacks, uh, you know, backups that come in that are unexpected to come in like that typically do well that first game when it's their, their game to start. Dallas is home again, and Dallas did lose. I would expect Dallas's defense to step up. Now, what you did not want is a pissed-off Cincinnati team lost week one to a division rival, but I think the biggest thing with the Cincinnati Bengals, and they they can, you know, they looked all right coming back in, in that game and whatnot and pushing it to overtime. Hell, they probably should have won it. They should have made that extra point, or they should have made the easy chip shot field goal in overtime. Probably should have won. But the biggest thing is... They replaced three offensive linemen over the last season, and this is exactly what happened to the Chiefs last year. The Chiefs got off to a rocky start last year because they also replaced three offensive linemen. It takes a little while. It doesn't matter how many uh, stuff you do in OTAs, practices throughout the summer. It doesn't matter. It takes a good half a season for that offensive line to start humming together. And it's another reason why I like the Chiefs early on this year because it's the same line. They've now they've meshed and they look great at the beginning of uh, you know at the at the end of last year. So they've kind of figured it out. So now now you got Cincinnati who. Uh, needs to figure out their offensive line. It's not going to happen just in one game. It's going to take a little while. And now they got to go on the road. Got to go to Jerry World. Got to take on Dallas. I think, um, I think people overreacted to the Dak stuff. I mean, obviously he's better than Cooper Rush, but you're giving me plus seven with the Cowboys at home. I'm, I'm almost tempted to pull the trigger on that. I'll probably end up teasing Dallas up. The only thing that makes me nervous about it is because Burrow is Burrow, and, and, and you know he didn't look all that great last game. But, I mean, he can flip the switch at any point. And so if the Bengals come out hot and get rolling, I don't see the Cowboys catching up. But if the Bengals stumble, Cowboys are going to make it a game. Um there's just more too much unknown is why I'm not jumping all over the Dallas plus seven right now, even though I do think it's the right side. Something Emmy is just telling me, you know what? There's too much unknown. I think Dallas plus seven is the right pick. If it ends up being the right pick, hell, if Dallas ends up winning outright and I miss out on it, so be it. But at least, you know, we'll see. Let's see what a uh, step says. Um, You think it's a game to pass on? I feel like Cincy is a trap. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. They they want I do think since he wins the game. I really do. I mean I, I mean they're minus 325 right here, right? I mean <laughs> they should win this game. Um if you're going to tease him down, that's a good play to do too, but don't tie it into a lot. Make it just one teaser or something like that. Honestly, you're probably better off teasing Dallas up to 13 or 14, but uh Maybe even looking at the under. I think if you're going to tease anything, tease tease to the under, under 47 and a half. But yeah, it, it feels like a trap. It does, because you know everyone's going to... This is all you got to do in the NFL. What is the... What is? What are your... Ask your friends. Ask your casual NFL friends. What are they going to say? Oh my God, the Cowboys lost Dak. The Cowboys look so awful. Even Dak played most of the game. They only scored three points. The Cowboys, oh my God. Burrow, Burrow coming off a loss. Oh, my God. Burrow coming off a loss. They shouldn't have lost. Burrow and them aren't going to look that bad against. since he's going to spank the Cowboys. That's exactly what you're going to hear. So what should you do? You should do the opposite of that. But that doesn't mean you always have to take the bet, but you should be looking towards the opposite of that. And be like, eh, I don't know. There's a reason why Vegas has made this line seven, right? And hasn't made it 14 or whatever. Um especially with Dallas being home, Dallas's defense can give Cincinnati some fits. I wouldn't be so I wouldn't be surprised if if Dallas came out and scored early and now now we got ourselves a ball game, right? Cowboys feel a lot like Seattle last week. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And that's absolutely what's going to happen. It's the one game where um, everyone is for sure saying Cincinnati should come out and win this game 42 to seven or something like that. Right. Since he should just blow them out. But I mean, what's, what's, what's changed. They lost a quarterback and quarterback is very important, but I mean, okay. They've got the rest of their team and the rest of their team played like dog shit week one. Now I don't think we're going to see that again. Usually teams that play like dog shit, especially, being the Dallas Cowboys and then, you know, you're playing up in uh, national television against, you know, Tom Brady and, 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 and all that uh, you're going to, you're going to get a little pissed off and you're going to come out and you're going to play a lot better. That's all I'm saying. Jets plus six and a half. Oh my God. I was so glad you, you're, uh, you're on this one. This is my favorite pick of the week. This is my favorite pick. And it kind of made me sick to my stomach that <laughs> Not sick. That's a little. That's a little extreme. Not sick to my stomach, but it kind of made me pause for a second that I saw. Uh, and this is no shame to, to her. All right, she's awesome. I like the content she creates. But Live Moods was t- talking about how the Jets are going to beat. She's got this gut feeling feeling that the Jets are going to beat the Browns. And I'm like, oh man, don't. It's like when you see uh, Trent, Trent from Book It, when he's on the side and you're on the same side, and you're like, God damn. <laughs> You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, I was really excited when I saw Trent on the Chargers yesterday, and then uh, he, he got that one along with you steps. But uh, Jets, Browns, here's why I love this game. All right, let me take a swig of beer here. Jets, Browns. <clears throat> this is a game of two backup quarterbacks, and I know everyone wants to hate on Flacco, but Flacco was still able to th- put up 300 yards last week. A lot of it being garbage time, granted, but he still did it. Now, what do we know about these teams? These teams are run-first teams. What do they want to do? They just want to run the ball. 
And that's exactly what they're going to do in this game. They're going to run the ball. It's going to be boring. It's going to be low scoring. Even at 39 and a half, I like under 39 and a half. I definitely have teased the under in this game because it's not going to be a pretty game. And here's why I'm not worried about the Jets. Because the Jets, there's two teams in the NFL that are really tough against the run. And that is, or not t- not tough against the run, that, that offensively are, pro- are the top two teams in the NFL at running the ball. One of them, the Cleveland Browns. The other one, Baltimore Ravens. Well, the Jets just played the Baltimore Ravens, and they held up pretty damn well against the Ravens. Now, the score doesn't say that. The score doesn't say that at all. But if you look at the runs, the Jets held the Ravens to three point, I think it was a 3.2 yards per, per, uh, per rush. That's really good. Really, really good. Now they're turning around playing another run heavy team. So that tells me that they are capable of stopping the run. And so is Cleveland. Cleveland's definitely defense is definitely going to be able to stop Joe Flacco and the jets and be able to stop the run. And it's just going to be one of those ugly games. And listen, if the Jets come out and score first, ooh oh, we have a huge advantage there. Either way, you're giving me six and a half with two teams that all they want to do is run the ball. And it's going to just, it's going to be a, this is a field goal game. All right. I don't know which team's going to win. I put a little bit on the money line with the Jets just for the upset. Just because it's the Browns, you never know. But, you're going to give me the Jets, who are starting to pick it up a little bit, starting to look a little bit better. Maybe Salah has got this team humming along now. But the you got the Jets taking on the Browns in a game that's going to just be ugly and, and in my opinion, be a field goal game. Um, give me the six and a half. And this is one of those ones where you <laughs> – it comes a time when, it, when you're betting the NFL – and you've just got to plug your nose and make the bet. You just got to plug your nose because it stinks. Because you're betting on a terrible team, and you just you're just like, no, oh my God, I don't feel good about this. There's going to be that like when no one else wants to make that bet. That's probably the time you make that bet. And now, with the Browns come out and win this game, twenty-eight to nothing, and I look like an idiot. Okay, I can handle it. <laughs> I can handle it, but. If the Jets come out and beat the Browns outright, especially when no one wanted to take the Jets and everyone is just hammering the Browns, they're like, that's a guaranteed lock right there. The Browns, uh, they only got to win by a touchdown. Give me, okay. And if the Jets come out and win outright, you look pretty smart, don't you? Don't you? Right. And we saw last week these, these upsets happen a lot in the NFL. They sure do. And we were on our, on the right side of it last week, a lot of it. Me personally, I was on the on the right side of that. Now, granted, a lot of it came down to the last minute of the game and uh, Mr. Make field goal, which is just like I'm shaking my head, like, oh my god, I got so lucky on that. But that's football, and this game can come down to a field goal, and you're giving me six and a half. So that's why I like the Jets. Saints versus Bucks. Sharps on Saints. I don't know if the Sharps are on Saints. Um, actually, I do know. I do know. So let's talk about that game. Let's talk about the game. So uh, I can tell you this. So the Buccaneers minus two and a half uh, down in New Orleans. Let me explain to you guys why the line is what it is. 
a lot of sharps, including one from uh, pregame.com, Steve Fezzik, the only two-time uh, Super Contest champion at the Westgate, he was giving out during the summer New Orleans Saints plus two and a half and plus three at, with the look-ahead lines. So a lot of sharps were taking the Saints with the, the, the points plus three at the look-ahead line. So what happened? So this is why, like, because this line opened up minus three this week, and then it immediately dropped down. I snagged it at minus three, thinking it was going the other way. But what I didn't realize was, oh, okay. So the books just set the line based off of they, you know, they did their normal calculations, thought what it should be, and then all of a sudden they realized, oh, look how much liability we have over the summer from these sharp, these wise guys on New Orleans States plus three. We need to take some action on Tampa Bay because remember, the books don't care about the side. The books want what they care about is even. How close can they get to 50-50 because they make all their money off the VIG. So they want it as close to 50-50. They don't want to be lopsided. They don't want to have to root on a team. They would love every pick to be equal 50-50 and they're just going to rake in the VIG in, in cash. All right. So that's why I think Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay is down to minus two and a half. And I think it's stuck there because no sharp is coming in and laying more with the plus two and a half. A lot of them already got the plus three because that's what they wanted. But the public hasn't come in yet embedding the minus two and a half. I guarantee you this, this line gets back to three come Sunday when the public starts coming in laying it with Tampa Bay. And we kind of see more of a balance. But I, this just tells me that the book wants people to take Tampa Bay here minus the two and a half because they need to balance out their 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 books if uh if that makes sense now um let's see now my opinion on the game that's a whole other story so everyone's fading this um fading the buccaneers because tom brady has only beat the saints once in his career and that um that was on the playoff run uh, where they won the Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Bucks uh, two years ago. Brady struggles against the Saints, especially in New Orleans. And so everyone thinks that's what's going to happen again here. I don't. I think the reason Tom, you know, the Saints were good was because of Sean Payton. And he's not there anymore. And we saw, and I've been against the Saints all you know, to start the season, all season <laughs> to start the season, I said, I'm not high on them like everyone else is. And uh, that's why I took Atlanta with the points and we ended up covering. I wish we would have, Atlanta would have pulled off the win there, but Atlanta did Atlanta shit, of course, because that's Atlanta. Steps knows what I'm talking about. But the Saints aren't good. They are not good. And I get it. It's tough for Tom to play down there, but God, did you see how good the Bucks looked out there? I mean, Dallas has got pretty good defense, and they—it's not even—it's not even how good that they looked offensively. It's—it's it's, you could see the schemes. Like Tom has so much to work with. Hell, they were doing fly sweeps with Julio Jones, and he looked fast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he has so many weapons and so many things to work with, and there's so many different things offensively that he can do it's like you don't know exactly the potential is so high there especially with tom at the helm you know just just he's seen it all and he knows what's going to work against certain things in tampa bay's defense 
remember that was cow- the Cowboys offense is not bad. I know that they lost Amari and that, you know, they are trying to work some things out, but I've been saying this Tampa Bay defense is healthy again in the secondary last year. They were battling injuries. Like they couldn't keep some of the hell they brought Richard Sherman in to, to, cause they were that desperate. And then he gets hurt the first game he plays. Like they could not keep people healthy out there in the secondary. So they've already got a good front seven. They just need that secondary to be healthy. And I'm like, this year, look, we're starting the season. They're healthy. They stay that way. This defense is going to look like the defense from two years ago when they won the Super Bowl. And that defense was one of the main reasons why they won the Super Bowl. And you say what all you want about Tom. You guys know I love Tom, but that defense was freaking flying. They didn't let the Chiefs, the red-hot Kansas City Chiefs, score a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Right? I'm not saying they're going to get back to that level, but I like where they're at and I like what I saw from them. And now we got Jameis Winston. Old Crab Legs, famous Jameis, right? Uh, Eating W's out there. So, I mean, if you want Jameis Winston, who doesn't have Sean Payton talking into his ear, or do you want to take Tom Brady? And what? He used he struggles in New Orleans. Here's the other thing about that. People are like, oh, he's only beat him once. Yeah. Well, the last time he played him, he beat him. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Maybe he got over that hump now, and we're going to see a whole other other side of him. But I like the Bucks here, especially under three. Let's see. Um, Winston looks good when the game was on the line. How much is that of Winston looking good, and how much is that of the Falcons being the Falcons? It's like saying Baker looked good. Baker didn't look good in that game. He looked good in the fourth quarter. Finally got some some, you know, something going but it took him you know he didn't do jack diddly for three quarters right he didn't look good we'll see though can tampa bay o-line hold up yeah yeah i'm not worried about that i think they're gonna be fine they're gonna be just fine another thing where they're gonna have to it's gonna keep building throughout the season but they'll they'll be just fine i'm sold on betting tampa bay (laughs) okay good good i mean if if you like my argument with it go with it i mean that's 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 what we're here for but i mean it's just like we're i think people are just looking too much into the history of how tom has struggled against the saints but i'm like man he's gotten over that and also the main thing here is like do you really feel confidence in 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 the saints without sean payton because coaching is a lot of it a lot of it when you have some of the best coaches of all time so we'll see We'll see, but I think, and I think the fact that the Tampa Bay's offense, even though they won that game, they did what they had to do to win that game. Also, we didn't even talk about running the ball. They were running the ball just great. Playoff Lenny was looking good out there, looking good. But, I mean, their offense still struggled a little bit, like uh, getting the ball in the end zone. They had to take a lot of field goals. You know, that, like, that's something Tom's going to work on. I'm just, I, I, they didn't. Now, if the Bucks came out and won the game against Dallas, thirty-five to three, and they they got in the end zone seven times, right, and they looked amazing, It'd be one thing. But the fact that they struggle a little bit makes me think, like, oh, okay, they've got they've got some things to work on. They they've got a lot. Like it wasn't pretty. They just they, the defense helped them win that game. That's why I like it even more. Three units on it, edit baby. That's what I like to hear. Heavy steps says Carolina and the Giants. Okay, so for me, um, where are we at? Where are we at? Right here. So the line is at minus two. I told you guys I got this minus one uh, at the beginning of the summer. The whole reason for this pick for me uh, before the season even started 
was because I knew win or lose the Carolina game week one against the Browns, that was going to be a highly emotional game for Baker Mayfield. And I was right. <laughs> I mean, it was going to be emotional no matter what, and in a different kind of emotion than just like a division rival or whatever. I mean, this is the team that, that that drafted you number one overall, and then they wanted to get rid of you, and they paid another guy while you were still on the roster, $250 million fully guaranteed, and then they struggled to trade you, and then, you know, they they've... <laughs> everyone blames you for the lack of s- success, even though you were the first quarterback to, you know, take them to a playoff win in 20 something years. So a lot of emotions in that game. And the fact that they lost it too, makes me like this pick even more because one, I think the giants are better than what people are s- saying. The giants are, um, hell. I, I even put a little bit on the giants to win the division. I think at plus like eight fifty or 900, uh, and we saw what the Giants could. I mean, the Giants, I'm not saying are, are going to be anything great, but I mean, that division is all messed up and they could easily win the division, especially now with Dallas struggling. Um, but in the run game, I'm I, the reason why I was high on Dallas or high on the Giants is because you got, you got uh, Daniel Jones, who I don't think is anything great at all, but I mean, he's in a contract here. So he's going to be very motivated to play the best football he possibly can more motivated than normal. And you got Saquon Barkley in a contract here. They did not pick up his fifth year option. So Saquon Barkley dealt with some injuries. Uh, he wants to get paid and he's getting, he's at that. He's, this is do or die because uh, he, you know, running backs in this league don't last that long. And he's at the end of his rookie contract and he's got one contract left, one good solid contract uh, left in him. And so I'm like, he's going to be very motivated. If he stays healthy, he's going to be very motivated this year to to impress someone to sign him, if not the Giants, someone else. And look at week one. Damn, damn, they they looked good. They came out slow, but I mean, Saquon looked really good. So Carolina against the Giants, and I like what the Giants did drafting this year on the offensive defensive line. So I think this game, this game to me is going to be a coin flip. And I I felt like the public and some people are going to be on the Panthers, but I think this is a great spot for the Panthers to come out flat, absolutely flat off of an emotional game against the Browns. No, more importantly, Baker to come out flat and Baker to feel like he needs to do more to earn his spot and to win, win this game because of the pressure and so that's why I also like Baker Baker to throw an interception. Uh, I bet that um, because I think he's going to try to do too much because he knows what's on the line. And also, by the way, I've shown this 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 tons of times over the summer. If you've followed the channel, but if they don't, if Carolina doesn't win this game, they're probably going zero and seven to start the season because the next five games after this one is just murders row, murders row, and and and. It won't be until week eight when they play the Falcons that they have a legit chance of winning the game. So this is their last chance to win this game. So the pressure is on, especially after coming up short last week. Uh, So I just, you know, we'll see what happens, but I think everyone's discounting the Giants. And the fact that the Giants are favored at home against Carolina tells me that there's some smart people. And the fact that open up minus one, it's going minus two. There's some sharp betters out there that see the same thing that I'm seeing. And I would rather be on the side with the sharp betters than with the public. What if Baker puts the team on the back? But that's my whole handicap is that he's not going to because he's going to, the pressure is going to be too much. Could he ball out and win this game for them? Sure, he could. 
I wouldn't be surprised at it, but also the, he, uh, the, the pressure could be so much that, that he, there's so much on the line for him. I mean, this is his career. He needs to have a good season because he needs another contract, right? He wants to continue to play in the NFL and not be a backup. Uh, he wants to help lead this team. And I just think he's going to do too much, do too much. hundred percent. And you know, if he comes out and he's on fire and he's in the zone. Okay. But I, I think what's going to throw him off is the pressure of, of trying to do too much and trying to get this win, but also he's, he's going to be thrown off from the emotional game last, last week. And this is their first road game. So that too. What do you got next? What do you got next? Heavy steps. What do you want to watch next? Or what do you want to watch? What do you want to talk about next? Actually, I got one. I got one for you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Tennessee Titans, Buffalo Bills. My second favorite pick of the week. Tennessee Titans plus 10. I can't believe the Titans are. Actually, I can't believe the Titans are getting 10 points on the road, but I can't believe. Uh, that it stayed at 10. And I also <clears throat> like the money line plus 360. I think Tennessee wins this game. Listen, we're just talking about this. There's times in life when you're betting the NFL, you got to take the side that no one else wants to take. And no one wants to bet against the Buffalo Bills right now. And I don't blame you. But how much of the first game of the season where the Bills destroyed the Rams, how much was that uh, the Bills are awesome or the Rams just were shitty that night and they have some problems that they need to address this season before we get to the playoffs. If they get there, I think it says a lot more about the Rams than it does about the bills. Don't get me wrong. The bills are good, but I mean, everyone's buying high on the bills that they're the reason why they're the Super Bowl favorite. Right. And man, we got the Titans, the Titans who are, the AFC number one seed last year. They were the AFC number one seed last year. You don't get to the number one seed. That's not a fluke. That doesn't just happen without having some good coaching. So we know Tennessee is coached up well. Now, Tennessee last week, no one wants to bet on this week because they blew that game. Not only are they playing against Buffalo, Buffalo, who everyone loves, but they also blew that game against the Giants. Now, I just told you that I like the Giants more than most. But it also doesn't look good that Tennessee blew that lead to the, to the Giants. I get it. But they were a two-point conversion away, uh, you know, stopping that. And, hell, a field goal away from winning that game. But the Titans, one thing that uh, you got to know about the NFL is there's just certain teams and certain matchups. We were just talking about this with Tom Brady and the Saints and how the Bucks seem they can never beat the Saints and just one of those things. One of those things. Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears. Why does he own the Bears? We don't know, but he always covers against the Bears. He's at some ridiculous cover rate, and it doesn't matter how big you make the spread, he's still going to cover it, and he beat, has beat them X amount of times over his career. There's just certain things, certain matchups, certain schemes that – teams do not do well against look at the bucks last year the bucks were really good obviously right they're really good but they could not they just did not match up well against the rams and we saw that even though they you know tried to come back and win that game uh they were getting their, their ass kicked most of that playoff game it's just because they did not match up well uh 
Well, here's the thing with Bills and the Titans. The Bills do not match up well with the Titans. I don't know what it is specifically. I bet if I did some homework, I could figure it out. But for some reason, the Titans have had the Bills numbers. And if you don't know this, if if you don't remember, I should say, last year, was it last year or two years ago? I think it was two years ago. Either way, the Bills went down to the Titans, and it was one of their rare losses of the season. Uh, they were a huge favorite to beat the Titans, and the Titans whooped up on them. They ran all over them. They beat them by double digits. Like They just embarrassed the Bills. I don't think that's a fluke. I think that's a matchup issue. And I think with good coaching by the Titans and the fact that the Titans are 0-1 now, and then you got the Bills who just beat the defending Super Bowl champs on their home turf, and they've had 10 days off, and they've just been hearing how great they are and how, how they're the Super Bowl favorites, and they're just feeling themselves, and now they get to have their home opener, so of course they're going to win the home opener because the freaking Bills fans are going to be going crazy, breaking tables left and right, having babies drop through tables. I mean, why? why how could the Bills lose, right? That's what everyone wants you to think. And I think Tennessee's coming in, especially with the fact that they know that to start the season, you go 0-2. It's it's not good for you. You go 0-2, your, your, your season's more likely than not done. I'm not saying you got to bet the money line on this one. I did, but I'm not saying you got to. But uh, Tennessee plus 10. 10 points is a lot in what could be a slugfest and, and come down to the last possession. So I love Tennessee plus 10. I love teasing Tennessee to 16. But uh, I, I do think if we're looking for an upset, we're talking Monday night football. All eyes on these teams, right? All right, right? I think Tennessee's got a shot. Let's see. Um, Heavy Step says 10 is too many points. Exactly. Exactly. Sold. I took Tennessee plus 10 three units. Uh, throw Tennessee in some teasers too. Like, uh, if you watch my video or if you just know what how I've talked about teasers before, uh, make Tennessee one of your, uh, um, if you do the teasers like I do, where you start in the morning, you tie some to the afternoon, and then that it hits, and then you need the afternoon picks to tie to go the other way and tie it into something else. Uh, Tennessee plus sixteen is a good good one to tie it into. If you're looking for something uh, to tie to hedge with, uh, just tease it, tease it, and tease it into Tennessee. Uh, I'm not sold on Giants pick though. Still like Carolina. Okay, all right. I think I've uh, two out of three plays. I've convinced you. So I mean, that's pretty good, right? <laughs> you want to talk about Minnesota and Philly? Let's do that one. Ooh, the other Monday night football game. Minnesota Vikings going down to Philly. Here's why I like the Minnesota Vikings. A lot of people, I mean, Philadelphia, for example, for, for one, is a huge public team. Everyone loves Philly. Philly's home. Um, the Titans look damn good. Damn good last week. And so I was talking about a correlated parlay. Here's 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 the thing with the, that parlay that I was talking about. So the parlay, the correlated parlay is Green Bay in the Sunday night game minus 10. So you take the Green Bay minus 10 and you parlay it with the Minnesota the Minnesota money line here. And why is that a correlated parlay? Because if you think that Green Bay isn't as bad and this you, you got to think this. Uh you if you think Green Bay is in some serious trouble then okay, that's one thing. But if you think Green Bay isn't as bad as they looked last week. And you think they're going to come out and dominate the bears because they're not actually a bad team. It was just a bad day. Okay. 
So you lay the 10 with the Packers. But if that means that the Packers aren't as bad as everyone's saying they are, just kind of like last year how they lost, they got embarrassed the first week and then they went to win 13 games in a row. If you think that, if you think the Packers actually are a good team and Rodgers is going to have everything under control, um, then you've got to like Minnesota. You've got to respect Minnesota and say, well, the Packers aren't actually a bad team. But that means Minnesota actually is a pretty good team if they were able to do that to the Packers last week, right? If they were able to do what they did to the Packers last week, a team that is actually good in your books, well, then Minnesota's got to be pretty good. So then you get a pretty good, pretty solid team that's proved themselves against another good team. And now in Monday Night Football, they're going on the road and they're taking on a huge public team in the Eagles. I mean, I liked what I saw from the Vikings offense. I, I, I think they can put up some points. So, I, you know, I'm, I, I, I have no doubt that the Vikings can keep up with the Eagles. So, I like that correlated parlay, and I like, I like the Vikings for this game. I just do. I just something. I, I, I have a feeling the whole public's going to be on the Eagles home Monday Night Football. Give me the Vikings. Maybe the Vikings lose this one and look embarrassing, but. I don't see it. I think I think they win this one outright. I think they actually have a chance to embarrass the Eagles. Oh man, I love talking football. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Let's see if there's another game that I want to talk about. Um Let's talk about my New England Patriots. Oh my God, this line's moved to two and a half. So this play is all about value. And I'm not being a homer here on this one. I know we've got the sign behind me. I know I'm a Patriots fan. I know I was all over the Patriots last week and we lost and I still can't believe it. But really, that wasn't a bad... I really... I mean, it wasn't as bad as it looked. The offense sucked, yeah. But, I mean, you had the offense drive down, first drive, and then throw an interception in the end zone. I mean, just kind of a tipped interception, like, okay. The Patriots got really unlucky in that game, right? They got – and I'm not – I'm not. this is what I mean by unlucky. The Patriots fumbled the ball four times. Now, typically, when you fumble the ball, the offense – recovers it at like a 55 or 60 percent rate but even if you say 50 50 so that means the patriots fumbled the ball four times they should have recovered two of those at least on average they didn't recover any of them so they had that going against them then look at the defense the defense played really well the defense if you take away that stupid fourth and seven uh, right before the half where he hits that po- little skinny post and takes it to the house, if they don't let him take it to the house and let him kick a field goal there, I mean, really, the, the 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 defense would have not given up a whole touchdown in the game. The only other touchdown that came in the game was from that strip sack fumble, and that's because of the offensive line issues. I'm not saying the Patriots' offense looks great yet. They've got some stuff on offensive line that they got to work out. It wasn't as bad as as the score would tell you, and the defense actually looks really good. So now we got Pittsburgh, who also um, who is coming off of an incredible win, but they lost T.J. Watt. That's okay. So that's if anything you wanted, if you wanted T.J. Watt to blow up Mac Jones and disrupt everything, 
And now that's not going to happen. You can't replace that. And then you get Bill Belichick, who has done really well against the Steelers in his career and against Tomlin. Then you get Bill Belichick off a loss. I mean, you just get all those things together, adding up. Mac Jones is playing. Uh, they announced it today. He is playing. He was sick for a couple of days, but now he's there. And it's just another one of those things that no one wants to bet the Patriots because they look terrible and no one wants to bet the Patriots as a favorite. But I'll tell you, this game opened up New England minus one and now it's New England minus two and a half. So some people with some money, some big money, is taking Bill Belichick and the Patriots. I think that's a smart move. And over the course of history, you would be on the right side to be betting that side. So I want none of the Steelers in this. Now the maybe teasing the Steelers up, right? Teasing them up to plus eight and a half. You could talk me into that. Because this should be a close game. Let's see. Maybe the Patriots are bad. Maybe they are. We'll see. I don't think they are. I don't think they are yet. I'm not. I'm not sold. Even though I'm so mad about last week, because it could have been. Oh my god! If they could have just won that game or won that first half, it would have been the most epic sports betting weekend of my life. That one parlay would have netted me another thirty-three units. It ended on Patriots winning the first half. I mean, ooh, man. Uh, Washington versus Detroit. Well, Steps, I think you already know how I feel about this one. Washington and Detroit, I'm taking the commandos. I'm taking the commandos on the money line because the commandos are going to go in and beat Detroit. Now, Steps and everyone else hates Carson Wentz. They think he's awful. But from a talent standpoint, we saw the throws he could make. And look at those wide receivers out there. Those young wide receivers, he, Wentz put, say what you want about him, he put the ball beautifully in some spots in that game. And that won him the game. Um, I'm just higher on Wentz. I think we've got the better quarterback in this matchup. And I think Detroit is a huge, huge public team, especially after hard knocks and everything going around going on this summer. Um, everyone wants to be on Detroit. I'm on the commandos. I'm just fading everyone here on this one. Uh, it's going to be a, it could, it's, I mean, Detroit didn't look good. I know they covered, but I mean, they did what Detroit does. They find a way to score two scores in the last quarter and cover the game. Um, so I mean, I'm, this is all about just fading the public for me. For this one, I can't take Detroit. This is the first time Detroit's been a favorite in a game in 24 games. I mean, there's a reason why they're not favorites. Um, I can't even give you stats about how much they cover when they're favorites because they aren't favorites enough. Um, let's see, what else do we have? Um, what other game do I want to talk about? What other game? Falcons Rams. Oh, let's talk about the Seahawks and the 49ers because I got a hot take here. Um, <laughs> there's a lot going around with the 49ers. You know, Trey Lance coming out, uh, you know, giving some money to strippers and all that. What's up with the San Francisco quarterbacks and uh, uh, dating strippers, right? I, I, you know, hey, to each their own, whatever you got to do. I think this is a perfect spot. I, I know Kittle's not likely to play. I would have loved this even more if Kittle is likely to play or was going to play in this game. But, man, if there is ever going to be a letdown spot in the NFL, it's got to be the Seattle Seahawks after their Monday night football win against Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos. I mean, they didn't score a point in the second half, and that's because their offense isn't really that good. 
they rode some momentum and got some scores in the first half, and it was enough that their defense played played well enough to get them um, get them the W. And some just foolish things from the Broncos in general. Also, remember two fumbles on the one yard line. Not likely to happen. I think this is a game that Seattle could score zero points. I really do. I think San Francisco's defense can win this game for them, especially after the embarrassing loss last week. I mean, the, the, the Niners looked great in the first half, and then they just blew it. I know it was a monsoon, all that stuff, but I think the Niners, they're going to be hungry. They know they need a win. They can't lose here. There's a reason why they're a nine-point favorite, but I think it's going to be that defense, and it's going to be giving Seattle fits all day long. I think Geno's going to be running around, sacked a bunch. Seattle has a good chance of getting shut out in this game. I think San Francisco, say what you want. Trey Lance, if whether you like him or not, be a lot better weather down in San Francisco, but also I just don't think Seattle's going to be able to score at all. And I think San Francisco is going to run away with this one easy. My opinion, though. That's my hot take. One of my hot takes for the week. Other than that, let's see. I think I think we're pretty good. I think we covered most of the stuff there. Um we're approaching an hour. This was good. Good first uh, Friday night bets. I got to get up early. I got to be, we're going to be live streaming again at 530 in the morning Pacific. So make sure you tune in there. It's going to be me, Chris and Eric. We're going to be talking sides. We're going to be talking about super contests, our, our picks and everything going to be fun. So if you don't got anything going on in the morning, tune back in, make sure you uh, subscribe to the channel. So, you know, when we go live, but we're going to, and, and even if you can't check, check later throughout the day, rewatch the video. Cause you'll get our picks and you'll get why we're on each side. I know it kind of just went through why I like all the sides that I do, but we're going to hear from Eric and see what he thinks. But, uh, this was fun. Thanks for hanging out. Heavy steps, Chris, everyone in the chat, rumble odyssey, anyone listening on the podcast. This was great. Another, another fun betting weekend coming up. NFL week two, and we look to capitalize again. And until next time, by next time, I mean until like eight hours from now, I will talk to you degenerates later.